Hello everyone and welcome back to Musai Collective and happy Earth Day to our Pachamama. I'm your host, Lindsay Cabrera, and today you'll be meeting Stacey Irisol, founder of The Confident Creatrix, co-founder of Tomorrow Today Virtual Fest, and certified conscious lifestyle coach and yogi. Stacey's Confident Creatrix is an online program to help guide women to step into their power, confidence, and to face shadow work and overcome fears. Volume four of this eight-week program begins again on May 23rd. A Creatrix is a woman who is deeply connected to herself as a woman and the feminine source of creative power. Today, we discuss more about the Confident Creatrix program, more today Virtual Fest 2021 edition, slow living, and much more. This wellness musai is a creatrix to watch and you can follow her on Instagram at eerie.soul. I hope you enjoy this episode and here's Stacey Eerie Soul on Musai Collective. Hi, Stacey. How are you? It's so good to have you on the podcast today and see your face again. It's been so long and, you know, a lot has changed in this past year for the both of us. And we'll get into some of these changes later on. But for everyone listening, I actually met Stacey last year because I was working on some PR for Tomorrow Today Culture Fest over in Jamaica, which is founded by Stacey and her partner, Andrew. And last year's event actually transformed into the world's first virtual music festival experience at a time when the entire world was going into lockdown. So we'll get into that later on, but Stacey, welcome. (laughs) Hi, Lindsay. Thanks for having me. And it's so nice to see you again, too. Yes. (laughs) So firstly, I want to start off by talking about your new program called The Confident Creatrix. So what's this program all about and what made you decide to birth this? Yeah, so The Confident Creatrix is relatively new. It came through kind of as a result of being in lockdown 2020 and having all this time on my hands to create this thing that was always in the back of my mind. You know, just knowing that I wanted to help people and, you know, a lot of women are drawn to me and just sharing my journey, you know, coming from like the corporate world, the nightlife industry, very much into the party scene, bottle service and music festivals into shifting into this yogi wellness coaching lifestyle. And what I noticed was that a lot of people were kind of on the cusp of wanting change or, you know, realizing that maybe there there was this creative side to themselves that they weren't expressing. And it was just because there was no confidence, you know, like a lot of fears, a lot of limiting beliefs and the way that we were kind of conditioned, I noticed was holding people back. And so I created the Confident Creatrix specifically for that woman who was like me and just sharing all the tools, practices and, and lessons that helped me kind of like step out of my shell and step away from that like really safe, comfortable, cozy government job with the union and the pension and all of that. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's for that person ready for change. That's so cool. And, you know, it's almost like you're helping guide them out of that matrix life and stepping into their new experience and giving them that confidence and and maybe guidance and mentorship as well, would you say? Definitely. Yeah. The mentorship, the accountability and like the steps to take because it can be overwhelming. Yeah. Shifting everything as a whole all at once. It's like, we do it. Let's just pump the brakes. (laughs) Starting. Just starting. So great. So do you, do is this program offered one-on-one? Is it like a group thing? Uh, yes. Yeah, so the, it's a group thing online over eight weeks. Okay. 
and the community aspect of it, I think is really powerful. It's mm-hmm. more powerful just me on my own because you get to really learn from and hear the experiences and, you know, relate to what each woman's going through and just realizing, okay, I'm not alone in this. Yeah. So it is done through live group sessions, but then there's also like that one-on-one component to okay. a little deeper into like the specifics of, you know, each woman comes for something different. Yeah. Their change or relationship or business or, you know, just so many things. Well, that's so great. I'm so proud of you for doing this. And it's so funny what's come to fruition for a lot of people over the last year. You know, maybe if you didn't have that pause to start to create this, Matrix, <laughs> but you know, you, you know, cause you would have been super busy with everything else that was going on, but instead you had a moment to, like you said, it was something you was in the, in the back of your mind, right? We love yeah. that. That's so great. I will definitely link all this information in your episode description. So everyone can check that out as well. Okay. So last March, Tomorrow Today Festival was supposed to take place in Jamaica, but with the worldwide lockdowns, no one was going anywhere. So instead of canceling altogether, you and your team moved the entire program online, creating the world's first virtual festival experience with music, workshops, and wellness. I think this was truly needed during that time. I mean, I I know in a lot of parts of the world right now, not much has really changed, but also at the time in 2020, this was so crucial. And, you know, I think a lot of people really took a lot from this experience being locked in their homes, but being able to tune in and and participate in these workshops and do yoga and like still see live music. So that was really, really special. You're actually launching this year's edition on Thursday, April 22nd which is the day that this episode launches. But can you tell us a little bit more about this year's edition and what can people expect from this? Yeah, definitely. So this is going to actually be our fourth virtual festival. We had such an overwhelming positive response. The first one last April that we did it again a month later in May. And then when everything went back into another lockdown in the fall, we did the third one. So we're kind of celebrating our one year anniversary for the first virtual fest starting today. When oh. this podcast on Earth Day, yeah. um, and uh, yeah, it's like you said, it's 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 an opportunity to connect with others, really, to come together and experience live and in person the workshops, you know, the panels, the talk, uh, live sound baths, and music and movement, all of the things that we normally would have had at Tomorrow Today in Jamaica, you know, all shifted to this virtual container. Mm-hmm. And what's really special about virtual fests over the year has been that we've been able to meet and connect with people that maybe had never heard about what we do in Jamaica or, you know, facilitators that maybe weren't on our radar that, you know, reached out and are now part of our our, our team of activators, we call them. You yeah. Know, activating the good love, all the learnings online. Yeah. And that's been one component, I think, that's really helped people is that sense of coming together in community in a time where... There are some places, like I know for us back home in Toronto and Ontario, everything is on like the most strict lockdown that that it's been since the beginning right now. Exactly. So when I was thinking about all of this, I was like, it's the strictest it's ever been right now. And it's, it's a year now. And I can remember that time last year and working with you and Andrew on this and 
and really like enjoying be having this opportunity to tune in and enjoy the workshops and listening to talks and you know learning and just like the music of I love the music but <laughs> you know and it just really brought I think a lot of happiness and light into people's lives during that time and now again it's going to be another perfect timing also as well but I think it's so great that you were able to do this and shift and just like, let it flow. <laughs> One thing like we had in, in our vision for the future, like eventually we want to create a membership and eventually we want to be able to connect post-festival because it's so amazing to be together in Jamaica. It's so transformative, bonds, like serious bonds are made and then we have to wait again a whole year. So you know, we're lining and, and everything that's taken place is again, it kind of pushed us into creating something that we thought, oh, maybe one day and then creating it like so quickly. Yeah. So yeah, I just want to talk about that subscription program that you mentioned. Is this going to be taking place and available after this year's festival and just kind of ongoing and what will be offered in this community support? Yeah, so it's a tool of integration is how we see it. Because again, whether it's in person or online, you know, throughout the festival, it's like early in the morning till later in the evening, back to back to back to back sessions all throughout the day, a little bit of something for everyone, you know, from the music to the business workshops, to the personal development, to the sound baths, to the meditation, to the breath work yoga. So it's really condensed and it's really powerful and impactful, but then what happens when it's done? And so over the year, we've kind of been playing around with the idea of creating some sort of subscription membership where, of course, membership to the community is always open for anyone to join at any time, but some sort of like a premium subscription model where those that are members get to continue to do this work all throughout the year. Kind of like a coaching program where you get to work with a group of coaches and, you know, even breath work and other facilitators, not just one. And then also not as condensed and you do deep work, but it's not as deep in the sense that you have to like put your whole life on hold for those eight weeks. Uh-huh. Or like what the Confident Creatrix is about, like really doing a deep dive and committing a big chunk of time into a short period. Whereas the Tomorrow Today, uh, the Soul Rebel subscription, that's what it's called. Okay. The opportunity to do the work throughout the year. You know, every week there'll be different sessions available, but you can dip in and out and kind of go at your own pace, stretch things out so that there's, you know, live coaching sessions group sessions, you know, worksheets and activities, but really spread out so that it's more accessible to create a lifestyle change rather than just a, you know, deep dive, let's do these eight weeks. It's really easy to go back after and and kind of fall back into the habits and the routines of the past. And so this is like that ongoing accountability and slow shift and change into making all these tools part of a new lifestyle and and watching the elevation and growth and just the evolution that can take place in your life as a result of all that. I love this because, you know, when you go to one of these, well, tomorrow today, when you go like, let's say for five days, um, yeah, that's a beautiful experience, transformational and you're bonding with people. But then, like you said, then you go home and then it's like, oh, <laughs> now what? But this is great because if it's all year long, people can just come in and out when they are feeling you know, aligned with it and, you know, also still stay connected with this community or facilitators and still, like you said, make this part of their day to day, not just like a week out of the year. And, and I feel like this is so great because you're almost guiding people through this transformational lifestyle 
you know, not just like, okay, five days. Woo. It's just like, no, we're going to help you get through and like live your best life basically. So I think that's really nice. Yeah. And I think part of it is the community aspect, right? When oh yeah. Or, you know, you, you turn off the virtual, it's the same group of family and friends that maybe you're not shifting or evolving in the same way that you are. And so yes. being around the rest of the misfits, the rest of the, <laughs> you know, a lot of our community refers to themselves, you know, just having that, that support of like-minded people that you're not doing this journey alone. Yeah. And then part of the whole team of facilitators is I think like the thing that makes us stand out the most, you know, mm-hmm. from other typical program or subscription, it's that togetherness of the community. Yeah. Um, with you. And I love that because it also leaves room for collaborating, whether you're someone from the community or a facilitator, like you never know. I mean, there's so much room room there for beautiful things to happen. (laughs) People from our community that are now starting a publishing house. Oh, wow. That have come together and they met today. We have a couple romances that sparked. Andrew and I have a goddaughter that we never would have had and a couple that never would have met and got married if they hadn't come to Jamaica. So there's lots of little little things, you know, like a group in Toronto that now go on weekly hikes together during lockdown. So that's so nice. That's so beautiful. You too, you and Andrew, you've really created something special here, you know, really doing it. (laughs) It really is like a soul family, you know, Yeah. on that soul level, um, you know, we were all seeking each other out and at a time in the world where it's so crucial. Yeah. It's so, so crucial. Yeah. So like we mentioned Earth Day, the day, the launch day, the opening ceremony, April 22nd, today's episode. (laughs) You mentioned to me that you'll also be presenting a special panel featuring the elders of the Indigenous community. So what's that all about? Tell us. (laughs) Yeah. So this actually is kind of woven into the intention behind the Soul Rebel subscription, where our theme and idea, the why, is regeneration of our internal and our external landscape. So Mm -hmm. of course, the internal changing our lives, personal development, and focusing on our health and wellness, mind, body, and soul, but impacting the external environment as well. And so there's this piece here of the preservation and regeneration of Indigenous ways, you know, um, coming back to the earth and doing things naturally. We are also going to be supporting and helping other initiatives where it comes to regeneration with permaculture or reforestation. Of course, we have our Conscious Kids Foundation that we started through Tomorrow Today in Jamaica. So, you know, giving back to the youth and educating on health and wellness in Jamaica. But I think, you know, part of my journey as con- as a confident creatrix is stepping into this this calling I felt, especially being here in Costa Rica, really being able to slow down and and participate in different workshops and see you know different ways of being that we need to preserve these teachings and these elders. They have such wisdom that needs to be shared. And I think through tomorrow today, we want to create a platform where you know, even part of the Soul Rebel subscription, you have access to these Indigenous from across the Americas, you know, from all the way up north from the Yukon down, you know, through Canada, the U.S., Turtle Island, as they used to call it, down south, um, you know, all the way to Ecuador, Peru, Colombia, Brazil, and the Caribbean. <laughs> so we're working with our dear friend, Kasiki Kalan, who's chief of the uh, Tayano Hummingbird tribe in Jamaica. And he sits on a council of indigenous across the Americas. So 
he's invited some elders onto this panel on Earth Day. So today, yes, it'll be happening actually a few hours after this is launched, where um, they'll be talking about, you know, what it means, what Earth Day means in a day like today when the world is going through all the shifts and changes and how we can use those indigenous wisdoms, the old ways of being to perhaps create a better and new way for the future. And so, yeah, yeah, that whole concept of just coming together and learning from our elders and hearing them share their different perspectives. They might not be the same and it's just a beautiful place to gather and and to learn. That's so great. What time will the panel be taking place? That will be taking place at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Okay. Definitely going to tune in. (laughs) Share with you. Yes. We'll share this. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, when we were chatting about this, we were discussing how there seems to be quite this generational gap between the elders and the newer generations. Anyways, I think it's so great that you can collaborate with Kasiki Kalan and his chosen panel of Indigenous elders to share this generational wisdom and traditions and ceremonies and, you know, their views and their perspectives. I think that's so amazing because, you know, it does get lost through different generations. Yeah. Like we were talking about that generational gap, it's like the, the elders, they, they know these wisdoms, it's been passed down. And then maybe for the generation, like our parents, they mm-hmm. kind of stepped away from that. They moved to the West, everything became more industrialized, but now there's our generation. And I feel like the youth coming up that wants to, you know, reconnect with that. And so it's just creating that space before, you know, before that wisdom gets lost. And, you know, that whole idea of regeneration of the way we do things, our social structures, the way we care for our, our food and our bodies and the planet and how we speak to and respect the water, you know, that water is life. So, yeah, there's there's a lot of this, um, a lot of this to be shared. And to yeah. So much wisdom to be passed along. I just, (laughs) I can't wait to listen. I think Earth Day can really remind us to sit back and pause. And, you know, it's a time for regeneration and reflections and, you know, just being grateful for mother nature, you know, and she's so powerful. And you and I actually both left Canada and, you know, living these slow lifestyles surrounded by nature, organic foods, and most importantly, really taking care of ourselves. How has your move to Nosara, Costa Rica, ultimately transformed your way of your life and your perspectives? Yeah, definitely. Like you said, the the slow life, Um, it's really (laughs) given us an opportunity to slow down. And, you know, being here over these past few months, really reflecting back on the difference and the quality of life. You know, like you mentioned, like living nestled in the jungle with so much nature and, and wildlife, you know, like the monkeys are <laughs> yeah. wild. I have I like green parrots out here. <laughs> They're so loud. <laughs> yeah, right. And it's just getting like the vitamin D, the sun and being close to the ocean, you know, whether it's the ocean or the rivers and lakes, like it's, it's really powerful and it can really help our bodies come back into harmony with nature which I think is something that we've really become disconnected from. And that's why there's so much anxiety and and stress and depression. And, you know, people's nervous systems are just all out of whack. Something we do here, like almost as a ritual is to go to the beach and watch the sunset, like something so simple that we completely forget about back home. Yeah. And then um, also, like you mentioned, the idea that now all of our food comes from like the farmer's market. Like yeah. I can actually taste different. Oh yeah. There's an actual energy I feel and taste from my food that I'm realizing I wasn't back home. And so, you know, it's just making my, my body feel better and just being appreciative to 
water. And when it rains here in Osara, it's really dry when it's the dry season. And, you know, welcoming back the rain like we have over the past week has been pretty special because, you know, you can just feel nature is celebrating. Yeah. And um, <laughs> that concept of regeneration, it's we are part of nature, like we are nature. And so the same way that we're witnessing nature come back to life is think ways that we can incorporate and, and bring ourselves back into a more healthy and harmonious you know, way of living. It's just crazy how we were on that rat race on the hamster wheel back home. Like that's not normal, but to everyone it's normal because we normalized it. Exactly. And you don't really realize this until you're in a place such as where we are. And, and, you know, when I realized how much my body actually needs sunshine, you know, on my skin for like 20 minutes, even a day, just to feel that absorption of the sun, I am just in a better mood. I'm like, feeling great, you know, rather than being ice cold in February, <laughs> Toronto, you know, and then as well as like the fruits and vegetables, I can, I can taste the difference. It's just so amazing. And just being able to walk out my door and there, there's just jungle here and the beach is right next door. So I go for these walks often and I just take a look around and I'm like, oh, just like so grateful for everything that surrounds me. And I think this is something that was missing in my life for sure. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, for anyone listening back home, it's not to say that this isn't accessible to you. The whole idea of regeneration is changing the way we think and how we can use whatever environment is around us. Yeah. You know, I know the things are changing back home and taking off your shoes and your socks and putting your feet on the grass, in the dirt, like reconnecting, you know, it's called earthing actually can make you feel better putting your hands or hugging a tree. Like I know it sounds hippie to be, but better like getting into cottage country and getting into bodies of water, like natural bodies of water, the rivers, the lake, you know, these are ways that we can still do this. Yeah. That full move to the jungle as a stepping stone. Yes. And you know what? Yeah. And I did a lot of that last summer, cottaging the lakes, went to the trace a couple of times actually, um, which is a fantastic little retreat oasis in Northern Canada. And, you know, just being in these bodies of water or being just at a cottage with friends because, you know, out of the madness in the city and with everything going on. And that was really, really nice. Even exploring Ontario, actually going to like Tobamori and the Grotto. Wow. That was like a whole different world over there. It was so nice. Right. And that's slowing down and exploring your own backyard. That's, you know what? I really started to appreciate Canada. I was like, you know, normally in the summer you take off, you go to Europe or something. And, and I was like, okay, so Canada has a lot to offer. I really appreciate the nature here. We, it's beautiful. But I think just also because I was living in like right downtown Toronto, I was in concrete jungle. I yeah. felt, I felt that when I would come here to visit family for two weeks and then go home back to my condo. I felt the density. I did, I could feel it energetically. And I think I have a few friends that have also had this experience after living in Costa Rica for a few months. I feel like Andrew actually said this to me after one time you both came back or something. And he was like, oh, <laughs> I can't handle this. <laughs> you know, like the, the lack of, of nature, like being surrounded by so many trees, the air we breathe, the pollution, the electromagnetic frequencies of all the devices and Living in a condo, like you mentioned, you know, you're that much further away from the earth when you're yes. like, living up in the sky. Yes, yes. Little things, 
It's so true. So you were talking about earlier about how, you know, we are all nature and, you know, there's the external environment and the internal environments that we all have. So why do you feel like now more than ever, it's important to do this inner work and navigate through that? Right. Well, just with everything that's happening in the world, I think it's just a big wake up call for the way that we've been living, you know, even with our own health and wellness, you know, building a healthy immune system is something that's more important now than ever. And it's still not really being talked about, but, you know, even on that, that internal external, like if we come back to that idea that we are nature, then we need to be eating like nature's foods, not this like processed stuff. Yeah. And, you know, how we feel affects how we feel mentally. I know right now the cases of depression, anxiety, even suicide, like it's so sad to hear these stories of all these numbers and cases on the rise. And so really getting to a place where we can know ourselves and face our fears and overcome the limiting beliefs and step out of, you know, as you refer to the matrix, step out of the matrix and start to live for ourselves. And, and, you can't really do that if you're not putting in the time and energy to do the personal work, mm-hmm. right? To mm-hmm. know yourself, to go to the uncomfortable places and step out of the comfort zone, to, to look at our shadows and our, our fears and, you know, take care of the environment and the world around us because, you know, without clean water, without uh, rich soil, to grow our food, all those options are going to become lost. There's so many tools that are available for everyone online, such as your program, Confident Creatrix, to help guide people or, you know, the Tomorrow Today experience to be introduced. And maybe if they've never done anything like this before, it's such a great way to step into this community. It's not intimidating. It's a very welcoming, loving community. So, and I think you can take something away from it. And like you said, it's the full jam-packed schedule. So that's what I loved about it is because maybe I couldn't make something in the morning, but I knew I could do something in the evening if I could, you know, with like work and the stuff in between life. So that was really cool, which I really loved. So it's accessible. Yeah. And even if you you know, there was a workshop or something that you wanted to attend and you were working, everything's recorded and yes. the replays and, you know, it's and like breathwork is such a powerful tool. And that's one of like the core tools that we have so many teachers there to share. And I know people are so curious about like plant medicines and coming back to nature, you know, <laughs> and, and working with those tools. And so, you know, we, we give a little bit of everything in terms of what you have access to learn about or to, to, to hear and, and, and experience. Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> so, okay. So can you give us maybe a little shout out if you would like to one or two muses in your life that you'd like to give a little shout out to? Okay. Definitely. I think uh, my coach, Peter Opperman. Oh yeah, um, Peter. There's <laughs> like the Future Self Method and his program, the Future Self Incubator is another amazing one. And he'll be offering a couple sessions on the virtual fest this weekend. So great opportunity to check him out. And then I think also just, I just mentioned it, but big shout out to the facilitators that are sharing their work with breath work and their knowledge in working with plant medicines, because those are two of the tools that I think really did help me along the way on my journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, one more I'll give, you know, that's accessible to everyone is Dr. Joe Dispenza, his work and his book, his understanding of, you know, quantum reality and quantum physics, really putting the science behind some of these teachings that people might think are wooey or hippie dippy, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, really powerful things. So I think those are some great, great 
great places to start. Awesome. Thank you for sharing. So we're going to get to the follow your bliss finale question. Can you share with us one positive outcome from this pandemic you may have experienced or any life-changing lessons learned? Yeah, definitely slowing down and being here now in Costa Rica, selling our, our condo in the city, something I was attached, very attached to being a city girl and living that lifestyle. And so thanks to being forced to slow down and really look at what's important and, and, and it's being in nature, it's feeling good and healthy. I think that would be the biggest takeaway from everything that's happened. Yeah, I can 100% agree because when you said that about being attached, I feel like I was attached to my condo. That was the thing that was like, oh, well, why can't I leave? Oh, my condo. Well, then get rid of the condo. (laughs) You know, I was like, okay. (laughs) And then, you know, it's like a domino effect. Once we step out of the comfort zone, once we can realize our attachments and become non-attached, then all these amazing things started to happen, you know, yeah. the online program, just all the connections that we're, that we're making and the people that we're meeting that we wouldn't have met. So, yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for sharing and thanks so much for being here today. It was so nice to see your face and have this conversation. And I'm really looking forward to see what's going on for tomorrow, today's virtual fest. And I will link all the details here for you all so you can check it out. And yeah, just thank you so much for this conversation. (laughs) Thank you, Lindsay, for stepping into your confident creatrix and building out this podcast and really share and connect people. And it's it's a beautiful thing to witness. They see you, sister. So thank you. Thank you. I hope to see you in the future. Maybe I can pop it to Costa Rica sometime. (laughs) Okay. Well, have a beautiful day and congratulations on the launch and we'll see you soon. Great. One love.